0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Unintellectual Minds. It's your girl, Sydney, and I'm back in the studio with my main man. Who you with? And, you know, it's been a long time. Very long time. Very long time. Um,
1: Who's to blame?
0: I think both of us are to blame.
1: So we should share the responsibility. We should
0: share the responsibility. I'll be honest. I just wasn't up to it. I was doing a lot of studying because, you know... If you guys listen to College Dropouts, I was a failure, and I was trying not to fail again for the fourth time. I'm glad you did So I did really good, got all A's, so thank you. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's about damn
1: time. I actually thought, I was like, damn, she might be stupid.
0: See, I had that go through my mind, too, but hey.
1: But being stupid don't mean you can't be successful. It just means you're not as smart as I thought you were.
0: Anyways, so we're back today, and we're going to be talking to you guys, and I think we're going to be back to our regular old recording once a week.
1: Yeah, we, we should get that in. Um, next weekend, I am going on a golf excursion.
0: Oh, so we'll be doing an episode earlier in the week. Then. So
1: we'll probably have to get that episode in uh, no later than next Wednesday or Thursday of next week, so that way you can drop it whenever you want to.
0: Yeah. Um. So today we're just gonna talk about a few things. We're not gonna tell you what we're gonna talk about until we get into those things. Obviously, we have a fun little game that okay. we're gonna call. Yep. Who said that? Who said it? Who said that? So my dad and I were huge fans of The Office. The Office, yes. Um. Originally, I was the fan first. A nerd, yes. You I was are. in like seventh grade watching The Office, and my dad called me a nerd because I watched it every day, <clears throat> and then. I don't know what dawned in his mind to start watching it, but he started watching it, and...
1: Well, I, I was at training, and when I was at training, they were playing... We had to wait to do your turn in the scenario or something crap like that. And so they put on, like, a 20-minute clip of The Office, and I was like, you know what? This might be funny. Let me give it a shot. And now he's into Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys is the bomb. And um, I found the Trailer Park Boys bloopers today. The Trailer Park Boys bloopers... It's not as funny as the office bloopers, but I really learned that the Trailer Park Boys was pretty big. And, you know, that's the thing about the world. Like, a lot of stuff can happen, and you're not even be know it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that shows you how insignificant you really are in the big scheme of things. Sometimes we think we have a greater impact than we really do, and actually we only have an impact in a small, minute circle because – i never watched Friends. I've never seen an episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an episode of Frasier. These are multi-platinum, multi-million, billion-dollar um, uh, television network shows. I've never seen an episode. I couldn't recite one famous line from it. But yeah. I, I all enjoyed of
0: those, the article. All I saw was Friends.
1: You, well, did you I've wa- seen you Friends. You saw it well on Netflix?
0: Yeah, I watched it from start to finish on did Netflix. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. That was good.
1: And, and, and that's the thing about it. Like, There's so much content nowadays. Like, I can't even play my PlayStation anymore.
0: Because all you do is watch Trailer Park Boys. Well, I'm
1: done now watching it. I think I'm going to watch it again. Oh,
0: you finished it?
1: I finished it. I actually want to watch Breaking Bad one more time. Like, I want to watch Breaking Bad one more time. But Breaking Bad was really kind of hard to get through because of the silly storylines. But... I kind of want to watch Breaking Bad, start that all over again. I say
0: no. My dad and I, we started watching Jailbirds, and that's the thing.
1: Jailbirds is good. We got to watch an episode this evening. We were supposed
0: to watch one yesterday, but he was like, no, no.
1: (laughs) I did not say no. Um, I had played a game of golf, round of golf, after work. And so, you know, at least I had to give your mother some spatial time, be in her space. Um, So, tonight we will watch an episode of Jailbirds.
0: All right, so we're going to save that game to the end because I feel like we should just have fun at the end. Yeah, so. for,
1: but for those of you who are listening, if you're listening, Jailbirds is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Just imagine if you've seen like a lockup prison on like a MSNBC or something mm-hmm. like that. This is a version of that, but it's it's shot and developed in a much more friendlier way it's not all psychotic about you know the cold <laughs> prison system yeah you know so if you see you, if you got time and i know everybody's lives are busy even though some of you college students you have a little less you have a little more time on your hands because you're close to summer break if not already mm-hmm. in summer break like, like Sydney. i am so um uh for those of you who are uh, on your summer break watch jailbirds it's, it's the good. talk of the town it's
0: pretty good i actually was like Mm, don't know if I'm gonna like it or not. <laughs> Started watching it, and now I'm like into it. And I was really mad that we didn't watch an episode last night because we watched like one I, or you, two episodes a you, day.
1: You was you was a little salty. I was
0: salty. I was mad. But well,
1: I I apologize. But you know the crazy part about it is because it's this is a true docu series. Mm-hmm. This is not uh like a scripted. It's not them. like
0: Orange is the New Black or anything. No, it's
1: not like that. This is a true docu-series. But the characters out there, you're almost like, I don't want them to ever get out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because <laughs> you want to watch them forever. I'd like, you... be picking like, oh, that's my favorite character. <laughs> And then another person will pop up and they'd be popping off. I'm like, nah, she's yeah. my favorite character. Like, yeah,
1: this one right here is my favorite character. So it's like you almost don't want them to get released, which is suck because this is, is really <laughs> right. But you're like, hey, man, if these people could just stay in custody. That'd, that'd be, be great. That'd, that'd be, be perfect great. for us. <laughs> great for Never run show. out of content. Yeah, exactly.
0: But, um, yeah, we got a good show for you guys. Follow us on Instagram at... Unselect until until minds. I'm sorry, my dog was going crazy, so. But we're gonna talk about him right now. Actually, that's a perfect segue. Right. So, yeah.
1: Slide on a pimp gang with my pinky ring. Lot of gang, lot of bitches in the icy chain. While you claim that you rich, that's a false claim. I will be straight to the whip, no baggage claim. Whole lot of styles can't even pronounce the name. You ain't got no style. See you on my Instagram. You guys
0: can probably hear my dog is going crazy. Yeah. So earlier in the podcast, I talked to my dad. When my dad first joined, I was saying, oh, there's something that's going to be happening to me in the later years, in the later time. And that was me getting a dog. And my dad was actually kind enough to let me get my dog about three weeks, almost a month early. Right? Very kind enough.
1: Yeah, I guess if that's what you want to call
0: it. It was just because it was the... He's going crazy right now, but it was just the best deal because... I have a Rottweiler puppy. His name is Rogan. They're really expensive dogs, actually. If you try to buy from people, buy from breeders and everything, which I, I wasn't really looking to buy from a breeder or anything, but they go for like twelve hundred dollars. If you go to puppy store, they're twenty five hundred dollars. It's a lot of money for it's a lot of money for a, it's a, money that for can't a dog. Feed
1: or wipe his own ass.
0: So, but I found an ad, and it was a small independent breeder. And they had puppies for $450. And I knew it was like a bargain to like ask my dad early. Because he was always like, nah, nope, nope. The time will come. No. The time will come. And I texted him early in the morning. It was like 6 in the morning. I was like, dad, there's this dog. I want to get it. It's 450 Like, I'm going to go get it. And he was like, ask your mom. Mom said yes. Moral story, at the end of the day, my dad, my mom, and I, we went all the way to go get the dog. Came back home. And I had the worst night of my night. The worst night of my life that night. That was the worst night of my life. Why, my,
1: was, it, why was it the worst night of your life?
0: It was just hard. Because I expected like too much too soon. And I, I will admit that. Because I was always like, you know, I was taking my brother's experience mm. and experiences from other people. And how they raised their dogs and how their dogs were. Which they probably aren't telling the entire truth. Like, their dog was not perfect from the start. Never, No, no dog it's, is it's, ever it's, perfect. It's a
1: dog. And I knew that. Some of these hiccups were going to was some of the reasons why I did not want to get back in the dog game. I mean, I can't wait till our dog dies. And now we have two. Unfortunately,
0: (laughs) but it was just a like a bad night, and I was feeling down and discouraged because my dad had been warning me about these things for the past like six months like when you get a new dog it's like you have a baby you know they're gonna cry throughout the night they're gonna want to be fed throughout the night eat drink whatever throughout the night there's gonna always be crying you know we're gonna have accidents during the day them peeing in the house pooping in the house doing whatever they're always gonna be whining and you know I, i just it just seemed like to me, the mindset that I was in was not ready yet that, at that point to have a dog. But then I adapted throughout the time, and now he's, like, forming through the house. But that first night, let's talk about that first night, okay?
1: The first night was rough, and I will say uh, what I hope you gather from this is, like, life experience matters. Mm-hmm. And, like, my life experience told me everything that I knew was going to be was the, the adjustment <clears throat> the transition from just not having the pet to having a pet, especially having a seven week old puppy in a new environment and all those things that it was going to be a big transition for everybody. It, it, it was not going to be as simple. And I just say this for any young person or any person listening to this is uh, do your research, but also part of your research is you have to take people's word sometimes that it is not as simple as you think it is, some things may seem like okay if I just do this I do this I do this I'm gonna get this and then you're like damn it, it did not seem like mm-hmm. it was that it is life <clears throat> is if when you're dealing with a leaving breathing organism which a dog is it is a process and uh it was a process and the dog actually um you know i I personally think that um he adjusted well. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he went from trying to trying to start marking uh, in the house to uh, you know being redirected, and and I, I don't I don't think um, I don't think in the last two two weeks that
0: there's been an accident. Yesterday, I don't think in the last two
1: weeks that there's been an accident. So I I really do believe that he is. I saw it, and I could see that he's making adjustments every day, being more comfortable, which I guess anything. I mean, he was an outside dog, too. Mm-hmm. So they went from an outside dog to being partially an inside dog. It's, you know.
0: Yeah, but, um, yeah, so the party training thing is going really well. Actually, yesterday, I, I made a cue on Hulu. I was like, I'm about to watch all these shows. I'm on summer break, and I'm just going to chill with my dogs. So I bought a big bed. They were laying in it. And my Rottweiler, Rogan, he just kept getting up and going to the door. And I was like, okay, I'm going to let him out. So I let him out yesterday, went straight to the grass, he peed. And I was like, okay. So this is like a step towards him being Mm -hmm. completely potty trained. Like he went, sat at the door, waited for me to get up and let him out. Went out, did his business, came right back inside. I was like, look at that. He's really stepping up. But the first night was absolutely terrible for me because he slept in my room. I had a kennel for him. He slept in my room and... The first thing I did when I brought him home was give him a bath because he was an outside dog. It was raining where they lived, where we picked him up from. He was muddy, dirty, just there was no way he could not have gotten a bath the first night. So I gave him a bath, set up his kennel, and then it was about 11 o'clock when I went to bed, put him in the kennel and got absolutely no sleep because all he did was whine and poop throughout the night, throughout the night. I remember keep waking up, kept like waking up to the sound, I mean the smell of his poop and he was in his crate. And I had his mat in there, like an idiot. And he pooped on the mat. And I was like, this is a cotton mat. Like, how am I going to clean this? Like, this is dog poop, fresh dog poop on his mat. Yeah. And he kept stepping in it. And I was like, what am I going to do? It was like 2 in the morning. I had, school, I had to wake up for school at 5 in the morning. I was just not having it. Woke up in the morning. I was telling my mom, I don't know if I can do this. And I was, like, breaking down. I was like, I told dad that I could do it. And it doesn't feel like I can do it. And she just reassured me saying like, you know, we're not, this is your dog, you know, we're not going to do everything for you, but we will help you every now and then. It just seemed like a whole lot was on my plate at one time. And my dad also reassured me saying that I wasn't going to be doing everything by myself. And eventually I just got more comfortable with him being here, allowed him to do what he needed to do. And he's really becoming more comfortable. And that's essentially all we really want. He knows some tricks. He knows some commands. And we built him a doghouse the other day. Yep. doghouse already broke. But
1: I saw that coming. <laughs>
0: the doghouse already broke. But the thing is, my Chihuahua actually likes the doghouse more than my Rottweiler. Even the though we bought, smart, though. <laughs> we he, bought the, Ro- he, the house for the Rottweiler. Old. And uh, but yeah, I just think it was just I needed to do. There's nothing I could have done differently.
1: No, there's nothing you could have done differently. It's all about understanding the process of life. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you know, when you got the dog, once we, your mother and I came to the conclusion that, okay, we're going to allow you to get this dog. um, We had accepted, we, she and I accepted what the change was going to be, but we just wanted you to be accountable for making sure that you are doing all the things which you have done, which is, you know, clean up after the dog and make sure that his food and stuff is where it's supposed to be. And, you know, and, and everybody joins in, you know. It's almost like we got a new dog over again, even though he's your individual pet. Because a, a, a dog isn't like um, like when you had the um, guinea pigs. They were, the just guinea pigs. The they were in your room. They were in the enclosure. Um, You know, no one else had to deal with them. No one else had to, uh, you know, to entertain them, listen to them, run around, you know, help them out, feed them when you weren't around, um, you could prepare all that stuff. So having a dog is like, you know, it's a big, big responsibility that not one person could put on themselves. It's like, I told you, my buddy, um, they bought, um, a, what is it? You said it's a men pin, right? Mm -hmm. They bought a men pin for their daughter when she was in high school and, um, she goes off to college. Now they have the dog. Mm -hmm. So now every time they go somewhere, they have to board the dog, and just the day-to-day care of the dog. So it's just, even no matter what you do, unless you live alone, if you bring an animal like a dog or a cat that roams around, it essentially becomes a communal, it, it becomes a communal path. Even if one person is really more responsible for it, just because they're just too active for them not to be that way.
0: Mm-hmm. When I go to work, my dad feeds them and... You know, chills with him all day. So, he's not just my dog. He's more of a... He's a family dog, I guess you could say. I just pay for him to live here. (laughs) I buy all of his things and make sure that he has everything that he needs. And, yeah. So, that's why I just wanted to talk about that. Because that's part of the reason why we weren't recording. Um, Dealing with his adjusting. And then, like, our adjusting with him being here. And then us just being busy on top of that. But that's part of the main reason why we haven't been recording. And
1: and I would say for any person, young or old, listening to the podcast... If you're thinking about getting a pet and you've never had a pet, and I can say this, as a man, I've never, outside of Shaky, before Shaky, I never had a pet from like the pet was an infant or he was, you know, a few weeks old like Rogan was or like Shaky was when we brought him home. Every time we had a dog, it was like, hey, we got a dog. All right. The dad would show up with a dog or somehow the dog just showed up at the house <laughs> and we had a dog. And I'm almost, I'm be honest with you. I can only count maybe on maybe ten, fifteen times we ever even bought the dog dog food. We almost fed all of our dogs table food, whatever the scraps was left over. That was what was placed in the bowl for the dog. And the dogs just had like a big old bucket, and you put water in it. I mean, I almost never bought a dog food, dog a can of dog food. And I never, I know we never had a dog, a puppy dog. We never had a puppy. They were always somewhat mature when we got them. So bringing a dog in here like Rogan, um, is definitely a transition because he was just getting pretty much off his mother's milk, right? The day we uh, the day that we picked him up and to start, he was drinking solid foods, but he was just pretty much transitioning to straight solid foods, which that transition and he, and Rogan was a slick little food because the drive down. Calm. He was calm. He was like, "Oh man, this is good. I'm I'm driving. I'm rolling."
0: (laughs) Made no sound. Just slept the whole way. No sound.
1: Everything was all good. And then he came in the next morning. This motherfucker was howling. I never even heard a dog howl.
0: I know he was howling. If you hear
1: Rogan howling, you think this fool came from Dances of the Wolves or something like that. (laughs) Because this boy can get his howl on.
0: He howls more than he barks.
1: Yeah, this kid gets his howl on. So I'm glad he's here. He's still in the ass. But uh, I'm happy that you're happy.
0: So, yeah, that's our our dog, you know, Rogan. But, yeah, just like you said, just make sure you know what you're getting into before you get a dog. Because I expected it to be a lot easier, and it wasn't. But there's nothing I could have done differently to make it less hard. Because... And also, don't look at training videos and think that that's exactly how your dog's going to turn out. Because every dog's different. I was watching training videos way before I even asked to get a dog. And I was like, it's going to be so easy when I get a dog here. Training him is going to be so easy. And then my dog came and I was like, "Mm,
1: definitely not not that easy. I mean, videos and books, they're just tools. And I've always said this to people, like, even when people were... uh, where they're expecting parents and they're like, Oh, we're going to read this book where I like, I said, you know, reading the book is fine, but trust me, there's no book for your child. Cause your child hasn't been born yet. And that's the same thing can be said for every particular living being that needs food, water, and shelter It's like, you don't know how they're going to react to the environment until they've been exposed to the environment. And once they get exposed to the environment, you could try to, um, add some of those tools that you learned from some of those posts, videos, or books but really, it's just, you know, it's trial and error when you're dealing with uh, a living out? being.
0: <laughs> who let
1: So, um, this past Sunday, was a season finale the anticipated highly anticipated season finale of one of the most successful shows uh, to ever be on television which was
0: Game of Thrones Game
1: of Thrones exactly whatever,
0: whatever. I will not watch an episode of Game so of Thrones So you Games. never
1: seen an episode of Game of Thrones No Okay I get that Game of Thrones is you know it's a little geeky, nerdish. You got to learn how to watch it. Once you do watch it, you know, you get entrenched into the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is one of those series that was on HBO and it, um, it essentially aired once a year for the previous eight years where they, uh, shot out like 10, uh, excuse me, eight to 10 episodes. And so at the end of the Game of Thrones, which is set in like the mythical world. So wait, wait,
0: speak, are we got, we have spoilers going on?
1: No, there's no spoilers. Oh, okay. Everybody knows this. This, I mean, today is what? Tuesday? Trust me. Everybody knows. If
0: you watch it, you already know. Everybody
1: watches. And if you don't watch it, you've seen it. Because one of the reasons why I said we should bring this up is because of how many people were supposedly disappointed with the conclusion of the Game of Thrones.
0: Oh.
1: There are so many people so disappointed with how the Game of Thrones ended that people were asking... Petitioning to have a rewrite
0: of the last episode
1: of the last episode because they were upset. There was over a million people that signed an online petition to have a reroute for the Game of Thrones. So, for those who haven't watched Game of Thrones, I'll give you a small breakdown as quickly as I possibly can. As it sounds, Game of Thrones throne is symbolic for the kingdom. Who's going to be the reigning the kingdom? There's one character. Um, this character's name is Jon Snow. Um, he's like very, uh, very good with a sword. Um, he is a very honorable man, so on and so forth. He was considered to be the bastard child. Um, and throughout all the seasons, almost everything indicated that when the final person would be standing, it would be Jon Snow, more than likely, would be the person. So he died. On the throne. He did not die. Oh. But he was not the person um, who was on who, who's on the throne in the end, because of a couple of his last acts. Mm. You know, they decided that he needed to be punished, and it would be inappropriate for him to be on the throne.
0: Is that why people were mad?
1: That's why people were kind of mad. And then, and then, so the kid that was on the throne, believe it or not, he really was not a prominent person in the show until he was a prominent member around the first or second episode. He got injured, not in real life, but in the show to the point that he was like comatose and all these other things. And he was a paraplegic. Basically, he was uh, he he, he was thrown from a building. However, Hmm. two or three seasons back, he somehow developed these skill sets and what he could see into the future. And he could he knew stuff in the past that no one else knew about. So he was called a raven. And. They decided that because of who he was and his integrity and who he came for, his father was the most integrity man in the whole show, that, that he should be the king because everybody would accept him because they didn't feel that he had any bias. And I think a lot of people was like, no one could see that comment, that in the end they would choose this kid.
0: He was be, young?
1: Uh, he was the youngest of his siblings, so he had to be 16 or oh, 20, wow. tops, you know, because he was the youngest of his siblings. Mm-hmm. Um but um, you know, his mother and father, brother, older brother were killed. His sisters they survived a lot of carnage and all stuff like that. But people were upset about it. And I and I take that back to and the reason why that resonates with me is because people nowadays are often unhappy with endings. People say, I didn't see it end that way. Why did it end that way? I remember when we used to watch Martin. Did you ever watch Martin? Yeah. Did you watch all episodes of Martin? No. So, when he got down to the end of Martin, there was like some discord between the uh, the, the cast. I know about that, yeah. And so, they essentially basically came up with this thing where Martin left Detroit. Instead of being a radio television personality, he wound up moving to Los Angeles to become like a big, you know, uh, like a night show host or whatever.
0: Was he still with Gina?
1: He was with Gina, but like the last season, because the two of them had had some type of issue... That they weren't even shooting in the same. They didn't even shoot in the same scenes anymore. Mm. Like if they show Martin and Jenna, they were supposed to be in the same scene. He would be in one room, she'd be in another room, like that. Um,
0: Dang, it was like that. Yeah, it was like. What that. What was it? He was like he wanted. To, he was in love with her. It was supposedly
1: thing? she had taken him um, that he was supposedly sexually harassing her, or he was hitting on her or something like that. And I also think it came around the time that she had met her her soon to be husband. Um, who now, her and that, man, they divorced about a year ago, but all of that. And I know that two of them as, uh, Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence, they have reconciled because they're talking about making a reboot Mm. of, uh, Martin. So they have, they squashed all the nonsense or whatever it was. And, um, they did it, but there was a lot of people upset, like, man, this is a bad way for the show to end. And, and, and there's been other shows that just ended. Like, no one even saw that there wasn't going to be a second season. Yeah. But there's, like, the Game of Thrones over the last couple of years, like, they, was, they were thinking, like, okay, last year they were going to end it. And they said, okay, what we're going to do is they're going to stretch out the episodes. So instead of them being, like, 58-minute episodes, they turned them into, like, an hour and 22-minute episodes, and they split it into two seasons.
0: Oh, okay. People were
1: People weren't happy with it. Really? People weren't happy with the last two episodes that the – there's, ne- there's not going to be any more episodes. Period. It's done. Yeah. Um, um, there is going to be like a not a spinoff. There is going to be like I hate to say prequel because prequel is 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 uh, sequel. like a sequel, right? But it's not. But they're going to they're going to have some type of sh- suppose there's a show that's going to show how all of these other elements came together with the Game of Thrones. It's not going to be anything about what just happened. It's just gonna be like to show how some of these other entities came about. That's what I heard that that's gonna come up. But people are always unhappy when they see these things in the end, it's like, man, I never saw it ending this way.
0: Were you upset about Game of Thrones ending like I,
1: I was initially upset. It took me until the next day to really realize what happened. Now, you know, I'm not gonna say, I won't go into the details of why I was, I'm not upset with it. Um, because most people who listen to us don't watch the Game of Thrones, but if you, I will just put it this way, if you really watch the Game of Thrones, and not some, like some people, like you know how I started watching The Office after, well after you started watching The Office, you were well developed into the characters, what the themology of, this, of this, the show was. Mm-hmm. So now there's a lot of people, over the last two or three years, because the Game of Thrones has been, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, they binged watch the Game of Thrones. But they never really watched the Game of Thrones intentively. They're just kind of watching it together, like, you know, get through the episodes. Up. Well, if you really go back to the very first episodes of Game of Thrones, the very couple of episodes of Game of Thrones, it is almost symbolic of what um, um, Robert Stark, the, the father of all these great kids, of what he was really intending to do, which was secure his family away from all the BS. And Jon Snow, who everybody wanted to be uh, the, the, the on the throne, was to send him to become a nice watchman, which is like in the army, uh, which is where he wound up going in the end. He, wind, he went to the army. When all this world kicked off, he wound up coming out. And now he's back there again. And the Starks are, uh, again, they're in, they're in control. Oh. um, Because they're deemed to be...
0: The 16-year-old kid was a Stark?
1: Yes. Oh,
0: so why are people upset?
1: People were upset because I, I'm telling you the reason why people was upset is because the show had been trending toward the character Jon Snow or Daenerys uh, Targaryen being she was going to either be the queen or Jon Snow was going to be the king, and neither one of them.
0: That's the one with the white hair. Right. The one with the dragons.
1: The dragon, right, the dragon the mother. the dragon mother. They thought, she, the dragon queen, they thought she was going to be um, on the throne or Jon Snow. That's because the, sh- the show kind of trended toward, oh, it's going to be one of these two when it's all said and done. Um, I actually thought that Jon Snow in the end, but I kind of hinted that there was going to be a twist. And the twist I thought was going to be one of the, the daughters. Because the, one of the daughters, she's good with a sword. She'll cut your heart out. But it didn't turn out to be. That
0: John way. Snow and the white haired girl should have just got together.
1: They did hook up. Oh. And it's a funny thing. We don't want to talk about it because no one knows all the line storyline. They hooked up and it turned out to be you don't know, want Messy. It, it turned out to be um that like she wound up being like his aunt.
0: Oh no. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. No. Unbeknownst unbeknownst <laughs> un, She wound up being his aunt or she wanted was like a second cousin unbeknownst to both of them. Neither one of them knew it because it was a, there was a secret about his birth. No one knew where he was born. It was written in the books. It came out later on that he is related to her, but he is actually the he is actually the he was the heir. He should have been, but by, by the books, he should have been the, the the he is the real king by the books because mm. he should have been there because of his birth. He should have been there.
0: So let us know if you guys watch the Game of Thrones, which is probably very few of you, if you were upset or if you were actually content with the ending. I can't give it a on it because I don't watch it. All I know is about the girl with the white hair because of the memes on Twitter. And my, I, every now and then I stumble in the room and my dad's watching it. But that's all I know is that she but, but no, is no, the mother no, if, of
1: dragons. If, if, if you, if name a show. Put it on put it on the Instagram. Um, if you guys can let us know on the Unintellect Instagram if there's a show you watch religiously And somehow it ended and you're like, damn, I never saw it ending that way. Or I don't understand why the producers and directors drove the show in this direction. We just like to have that conversation.
0: All right. So yeah, head over to Unintellect Minds Instagram and let us know what show that is for you.
1: because I own
0: my body. My body is not a political playground. It's not a place for legislation. It's mine, and it's my future. And... How old are you? Grown. All right, so there's been a lot of turmoil. Is that what the word is? Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of anger, spatting words back and forth because of the whole abortion ban going on in Alabama. So who better to talk about it than the unintellectual minds of unintellectual minds
1: that's
0: us so as you guys know i I didn't make it a secret i'm a liberal i'm a democrat so you already kind of know where i'm leaning like where i'm already gonna say what i'm gonna like side with um so i'm just gonna say i don't care that's like my thing i just it's not that i don't care it's just that if you have an abortion or you don't have an abortion, it's not going to affect me. Right. It's I not going to affect anybody else but you, your family, what you're ever go- you're going through. So I may not have ever known. Like, people that I don't know, what am I going to do? So you and me, we live in this house, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And our neighbor, we don't talk to them ever. We never talk to no, them. No, not at all. Would have never known if they had an abortion or if... The yeah. only thing we would have known is if they ever brought a child into this world because we would have... Saw the child. Saw the child. So... If you go through with an abortion, I'm not gonna know. I don't know what's going on in your life. Same with other strangers in the world. You can meet people that have had abortions, or are thinking about it, or have are absolutely against it. You just never know. So it's really not your place. It's not gonna affect you in any way, ever. It's not your place to make decisions for someone else. It's really not.
1: It's not. It's not in your place. Um, and you know the the reason why you get these these passionate people that are anti-abortion, they say that they're not anti-abortion. They say that they are pro-life. So these pro-life folks are so passionate about what they do because they say they're saying they are the voice for the unborn. Mm -hmm. They are the voice of the unborn, they say. And because they are the voice of the unborn, then that takes it that takes the conversation to another level because people are saying okay so at what point in time during and I'm not using all of the correct words so I apologize if it offends somebody if I say something that might not be correct when it comes to the female body or pregnancy I apologize ahead, ahead of time but what point in time during the process of the pregnancy you know when you talk about the first trimester the second trimester the third trimester
0: conception,
1: conception you know Uh, I don't know what you call it, Uh, whatever you call it, fermentation, whatever.
0: Fertilization. Fertilization.
1: At what point in time do you consider the sperm, the egg to become a fetus and then a fetus to become now what we believe to be a living thing? Mm -hmm. And that has really become the heart of the matter because some folks are saying as soon as it's a fetus, then that's, that's, that's the baby. Now, we know that is the beginning of the baby, but do we really consider that to be the baby? Mm -hmm. And that has been a debate for quite some time. Um, But with our new Congress uh, over the last couple of years, with a president like President Trump, and he has appointed, I think, two Supreme Court justices in his uh, two and a half years as president. Uh, He's he's appointed two Supreme Court justices. And one of the reasons why the Democrats were so happy about him being able to, excuse me, the Republicans were so happy about him being able to support, to appoint a Supreme Court justice of a Republican liking is because they would like for them to overturn Roe versus Wade.
0: Impossible to do.
1: And Roe versus Wade, for those of you who don't know, is a landmark decision from the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that due process clause of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution provides a fundamental right to privacy that protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose whether or not to have an abortion. And there are folks going all around um, to do that. Now, Alabama recently, as last week, um, have a new bill in which they said that it is now unlawful for someone who resides in the state of Alabama to have abortion. Or if they leave the state of Alabama and have an abortion, and it is known to law enforcement they have an abortion, they could be arrested for a felony. Now, I don't know how Alabama can have this law in particular, because all laws, there can be no state law that trumps a federal law. So if a federal law grants you certain rights, a state law can't strip you of those rights. Right, right. And so Roe versus Wade essentially is what's going to still give people the opportunity, or excuse I shouldn't say people, give women the opportunity to have legal abortions and for legal abortions to be uh, uh, provided by in a safe and humane manner by doctors. But these people are going to push it to the limits.
0: The only reason why I don't ever listen to any pro-life arguments is from the main fact that the only argument that they can really get a basis from is that God gave you this child. You should be wanting to raise this child in the name of God. You can't, you can't play God. You can't blah, 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 blah. It's always the word God, 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 God. But there's supposed to be a separation between church and state, like always. So you using that argument completely trumps your argument. Like you saying, God put this baby in my body, so I have to have it in the name of God completely goes against your argument for it being a law okay it can't be a law because of the fact that you're using God we have to have this separation between church and state so if it's the reason why I can't have an abortion is because God gave me this baby that makes it illegal for there to be a law against me to get rid of
1: it and I I see what you covered from there my 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 issue with folks who try to use um, their spirituality Christian out that Christianity or Islamic beliefs, um, is that as soon as the baby is born, let's just say this child is born, they no longer give a shit about the child.
0: hmm
1: Like, seriously, they only care about the child as long as the child's in the mother's womb. They do not care. And actually, they don't even care about the child when the child's in the mother's womb, because if the mother doesn't have access to medical resources, they're like, she's on welfare. Mm-hmm. If the mother doesn't have access to a healthy nutrition program and she has to use a program like WIC, They're like, well, she's she's receiving milk and, and food and services from WIC. So it is a strange, it, it, it is a classic set of human hypocrisy. Always. Exactly. It is a classic case of human hypocrisy always because they only care about the baby within the mother's stomach and it's only limited care from that point because they don't care about the survival, the health of the child they don't care about how this child is going to grow up, where the child is going to grow up, and what conditions the child is going to grow under. They only care is that you have the baby. That's it. and these these motherfuckers are so stupid that there was a hint that there's legislation that's being passed through North Carolina out of all places. Another southern dumb Bible belt state that says that you can that they're trying to pass a law that says that if you consent to sex, however you the two parties mutually consent to sex, during the course of sex, the woman can't say no. stop.
0: She can't revoke consent. She
1: can't revoke consent once she's given consent. Like who? How dumb are these motherfuckers? Like really this. Dumb. Is, this is horrible. This this is exactly so. In in the Islamic world, they call it Sharia law, and essentially, almost women have no rights. If you start breaking the shit that's going down in the United States today, I don't care what anybody say, they're the same exact thing. And this has been the same thing hypocritically throughout the ages of time between Christians and Muslims or Islamists forever. Is You get the folks who are uh, die hard or they don't budge whatsoever. They are letter of the law 100%. And then they start invoking these things, and we all know it's hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. It's completely hypocrisy. Now, am I pro-abortion? No, I am exactly as you said. It's not my business. Mm-hmm. Because the fact of the matter is, abortion, I mean abortion, excuse me, pregnancy is preventable. Yeah, Pregnancy is preventable in multiple ways. We all know that. Pregnancy is prevented by the successful use of condoms. Pregnancy is used by the successful combination of condoms and some type of birth control contraception. You know, pregnancy is is preventable by the, the the best one which is abstinence or it's even better is don't have sex unless you're ready to deal with the consequences of having a child and then you don't have to be confronted with whether or not you should have to abort a baby now that being said i'm not on the soapbox i am just saying that it is true that you can prevent putting yourself in a position but we know many people don't
0: mm-hmm. you brought up a good point earlier that I never really thought about is how hip like hypocrisy and how Republicans are always she has all these kids. And why do I have to pay taxes for her to have these kids? And she's on welfare. (laughs) You're making it so she has to have these kids, you know. Okay. yes, there are ways for her to prevent being pregnant, but you are making it by passing these laws to where she has to have these kids. And you're you're feeding into the you have to pay taxes for her welfare because you want her to have all these children. You're forcing her to have all these children when she could have had other other means. Not she, saying that she needs to get rid of her right. children. It, it's but the, saying that she could have had the opportunity or the option. That's the that's the only thing is allowing women to have the option. It's
1: their choice. And 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 even if and even if you think it is a great sin, it's not your choice. It's not your sin. And you should not and uh, like to me, I'd join a pro life group if they operated like this. Okay, ma'am. I see you outside a, a abortion clinic. You want to abort your child? Could you please allow us to treat you like a surrogate? Mm-hmm. We'll treat you like a surrogate. We'll assist in the in your medical treatment. We'll assist in your your health and wellness. Go through with having a child. We'll take the baby from um from you at the hospital, just like they do in a normal surrogate situation. And then we will find uh, we will find a suitable home for the child.
0: So that's essentially just another way of like a foster system, like a but fo- so I would I, I would I would back that up too, but only if the people who are saying like per, paying for your medical bills will be the person who's taking your child, because in that way you know that they're not going into the foster system.
1: Right. I'm, I'm not saying put them in a foster. System. I'm saying like if you had a surrogate system, foster is completely different. Foster, I right? I know what you. I get what you're coming with the foster system. I'm saying like, no, this is not a foster care system. You know, there's millions of people. Throughout the United States and throughout the and throughout other countries, that for whatever reasons, um, they they either can't have children the natural way, they kind of or they have uh, physical issues going on with their reproductive systems. Like, if you really had, if you, it would not be a problem for you to find somebody. I mean, it wouldn't be a problem at all for you to find somebody for that child. It would not be a problem, I guarantee you. But They would not do it because the reality of it is they don't really give a shit about the human being. They care about the baby as long as the baby's in the mother's womb. They do not care about the baby um, when the baby is born. I mean, they honestly
0: only care about regulating women's bodies. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Because you can walk around. Oh, speaking of, I was going on this rant on Twitter yesterday because some guy had tweeted something super, super dumb about some girl wanting to get raped because she had wore a skirt. And I was like, are you completely... Are you kidding me?
1: They should have locked that motherfucker. Are
0: you kidding me? There is no way... So, like, I tweeted that a woman could walk around completely butt naked, but that gives no one the right, no man the right, no woman the right to take sexual advantage of her. Gives you no right at all. Um... Just like if you go to the beach and you see a woman in a bikini, does that mean that she wants to get raped because she's in a bikini? Or is it all because of her, her situation? Where is she? Where is she at? Is it appropriate? Is her clothing appropriate? There's there's no way to I, judge I, I, what gonna is appropriate. This, like,
1: I, this, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not a Republican, but I have some views that are even more conservative and more drastic than Republicans. Like, to me, if I meet a motherfucker and he tell me, like, that guy you just said right there, I I want to be able to shoot him on the spot. <laughs> I want to be able to call the cops and say, look, I got one. It's almost like the, what did y'all watch, The, the Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Like, I got I got one. I got one. I got one right here. Don't Predator. worry. I got one right here. I'm laying them down right here for you. Because, like, you can't train, you can't, you can't you I mean, I guess you can, but it's hard to help a person who's that dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're that dumb, and some people do shit just for clickbait. But if you're je- if you're that dumb,
0: this guy was like a journalist, Dad.
1: You're that dumb. You well, Alex Jones. He he used to work for. Uh, he did some spot work for Fox Network, and he was doing other stuff. And he was he was an idiot who had made the claim that the Sandy Hook was uh, was a, a play put on by Hollywood and didn't happen. Those kids didn't get killed. What? Yeah, so he's never a, heard of that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta Google, Google search Alex Jones, and he was one of the, he was one of the people that got banned from YouTube, got banned from um, Facebook, got banned from Instagram because they essentially realized that his his speech was hate speech. Mm-hmm. It was so far out left, it was and he got sued by the, the parents of Sandy Hook. He lost. So, um, <clears throat> but you have these fanatics out there. You got these fanatics out there, and you're like, where does shit come from?
0: Yeah. It's just so far-fetched that you're just like...
1: You're like, man, I'm I'm almost going to start, like, has anybody ever introduced you to applesauce? I mean, what's going (laughs) on, man? This is crazy.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. But the the abortion thing is really a hard topic to hit. A lot of people don't like to have the conversation because everyone's opinions are so different. But...
1: I'm 46, yo. If there's any men that listen to this podcast, if there's any young men... To listen to this podcast, um, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna really, really ask you to start looking at women differently. Start looking at your sisters differently. Start looking at um, the, and, and understand. And you, like the Bible says, I mean, I know we talk different sides of the, when talk about the Bible, but in reality, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "With age comes wisdom." And I can just tell you right now. The stuff that's happening, not just in this country but around the world, when it relates to women, it just doesn't even make any sense. Mm-mm. It's not. It's like nonsensical. I mean, we. I mean, we're intentionally going back in a time period that, I, at forty five years old, almost forty six, I don't even recognize. So we're going back far. I mean, like I don't recognize where they want to go. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't recognize where people are trying to get. I just don't. And then you got young people. You got young. You got young people. Who have been taught this ideology and they believe this stuff and they think that it's supposed to be some type of purity or something like that. And I'm just like, I don't get I, We, you need a hug, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you need one. I mean, you need to be introduced to pasteurized cheese or something. Because I just don't, I don't know what these people ain't never had no joy in their life. Obviously yeah. not. They must have never been to a barbecue where they got a cheeseburger first off the grill or something like that, because these folks ain't you happy. You ain't no friend of mine, motherfucker. Uh, you motherfucking bright. You motherfucking right, I'm bitter. You motherfucking right, I'm triggered. You motherfucking right, i want to fuck you right now. I just turned the lights out
0: now. And you know when the sun go down, that's when it would all go down. All right, so now the most anticipated part of the show. We're going to play a game called...
1: Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who
0: said that? This so essentially, this is a game that we're going to play multiple times throughout our podcast.
1: This is you know, a good one. I like this one.
0: So we, you know, like we said already, my dad and I were big fans of The Office. So essentially, the rules of the game is we both picked out four, three between three and five of iconic phrases from the show they could be iconic or non-iconic it's just to test which one of us is the bigger fan
1: I, I, I already and know I'm the bigger fan than you
0: whatever so we picked out some lines and we have to guess the who said that line essentially so who wants to go for, let's play rock paper scissors to go first
1: rock right, paper wait, well, scissors shoot how many we play just, we just got one round just one round, round. Okay, and it goes go. rock
0: paper scissors and shoot Okay. rock paper scissors shoot so
1: right, you go I first win. no I win I get to make you go first I had scissors I so what, decide. you get to choose? okay? Yes.
0: All right. So my first one is, I talk a lot, so I've learned to tune myself out.
1: Kelly. Okay. Kelly Kapoor!
0: Do you know what episode that's from?
1: Yes. That is the one when, um, I think the one when she was going to be the um, the, the student worker or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. It was, I mean, I
0: don't know. But it was the episode where... Um, Michael had to do um, PowerPoint
1: or something. He made her do something.
0: It was the episode where Dwight tried to get revenge on them all. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: You go.
1: Right. How would I describe myself? Three words. Hardworking. Alpha male. Jackhammer. Merciless.
0: Okay. Sexual. Obviously, that's Dwight. Like, who else would that be? <laughs> who else would say it in three words, but then keep going? That was Dwight. I don't remember what episode that's from, though, but I just know that that was him. I can see him just sitting in the, the little room. So, that's, that's, that's what,
1: remember when Andy got him fired, and then he had to go on an interview with a lady? Oh.
0: Was when, it?
1: when he was in the office, before he got the job at Office Depot? Uh-huh, at Staples. Or Staples, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So, my second one is... Oh, it's on, like a prawn that yawns at dawn.
1: Ooh, I know that one. <laughs> God, diggity dang. Oh, it's on, like a prawn that dung at dawn. And then Andy said something. And he said, did you have to say that? <laughs> oh, damn it, I forgot. Who was it? It was Andy. <laughs> Andy, okay, it was Andy. All right. Yeah,
0: Andy said that was the episode where Michael brought back... Um, Pam and Ryan from Michael Scott Paper Company. Okay. And they were like doing that. Like, All right. Conspiring against him.
1: All right, here we go. Damn it, Meredith, where are your panties? Kelly. Yes, Kelly. <laughs> was that Casual Friday? That was the same episode. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same episode. <laughs>
0: okay. My third one is I got six numbers. One more would have been a complete telephone number. Kevin. <laughs> What episode is that from? That was
1: Kevin when they had the party? No. That was the one when he was trying to get the the girl's phone number, right? It was the wedding. Oh, the wedding. The wedding. 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 That's where he stuck his feet in the ice. The ice, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, my dogs are barking.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, when he had the uh, toilet tissue shoes. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so I actually had four, so I have two more. So, all right. I have four, too. You do? Okay, Mm -hmm. here we go i missed the White. Congratulations, Universe. You win. Jim. Yeah.
0: That one's, like, obvious.
1: Damn, you know what? That was another one from the same episode.
0: <laughs> okay. My last one is, if I don't have cake soon, I might die.
1: Ooh. If I don't have cake soon, I might die. I'm going to say that's Michael.
0: Stanley. Stanley? Oh, Stanley!
1: I, I should have known it was Stanley. But I kept saying to myself, "Ooh, was that Stanley?"
0: It was the episode where uh, Jim and uh, Dwight were the party. Pa- oh, when they were the party planners, and they forgot Kelly's birthday.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Here. Okay. Here's my final one. Would I rather be feared or loved? Easy. Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me.
0: Do you think that I'm an idiot? Obviously, that was Michael. Oh damn! (laughs) So obviously, you guys learned that I'm obviously the bigger, the bigger fan. I got all four.
1: Okay, she got all four.
0: (laughs) And you got? I think you only got two.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. The reason why I made it so easy is because I know you were fell in college and I. Oh my! Yeah. I know you wasn't this smart, so I, I didn't want to treat you like you know real humans.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. you are, you are that Yeah, one. I know, I'm, yeah. Okay, the next time we do this game, I'm going to pick some real deep shit. Okay?
0: okay, whatever. So thanks for tuning in. We're not going to do like a separate outro or anything. Um, yeah, sorry once again that we slacked off and that we weren't giving you guys the like content that you guys deserve. Okay. Way to just put all your business out there.
1: <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I drank a whole bottle of water since we've done this podcast trying to cool my Osaka out.
0: Anyways, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Unintellect Minds. As always, I'm your host, Sydney. Who are you with? We will see you guys next week with an all new episode. Bye. Oh They're trying to be crazy.